I was reading the other day that it takes at least $1 million to break an artist. That's a ton of change, and it can feel overwhelming. But with social media leveling the playing field, you just need an effective strategy to release your music. Check out Release Rocket to ensure your single does not die after release day. You've already put time, effort, and tons of money into writing and recording your album. Let the guys at Release Rocket keep your new release alive. Hey, this is Zach Neal, and you're listening to the Texas Toast Podcast. This is Texas Toast. I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. Hey, cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Texas Toast Podcast and like really toasting the best from Texas. Returning guests, one of my dear friends, somebody that's so talented in our industry, Zach Neal. Welcome back to the podcast. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. So let's catch up a little bit. Let's see. Last time I saw you, of course, we were just talking before we came on was we always um, spend time and have great visits at the Texas Country Music Awards, which last year, you're our reigning 2022 male vocalist of the year. You walked away with that last year. So um, tell me how how the last year has been for you since then. Uh, it's, uh, busy. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's been great. You know, uh, yeah, it was a real honor to win that, uh, you know, uh, and that was, um, that was really, really, uh, a nice kind of, I don't want to say validation, but it kind of lets you know, you're maybe on the right track, you know? Uh, and so that was, that was really nice. And of course, uh, that helps, uh, with the gigs and the bookings and, uh, yeah, we've had a, this year has been off the, off the wall. Uh, it's been, we've been on the road so much this year, uh, of course, a lot in Texas, but of course we did, we did a lot of like, uh, New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming dates mm-hmm. too. We were out West quite a bit too, uh, which is always fun. Always fun to get out there too. Yeah. Beautiful country out there. So yes, I did see some of those shows. What are some of your, um, as far as the shows that you've done um, this past year, maybe a big highlight for you or, um, during your tour? Uh, wow. I mean, there's probably, there's probably several. Um, I think honestly, one of the ones that we enjoyed probably the most was because we'd never done it before was we played out in Monta Vista, Colorado, which I had never been there. I didn't, I didn't know anything about it other than it was in the mountains. (laughs) And, um, we ended up playing a bullfighting, not bull riding event, a bullfighting event. I'd never been, I'd never, I didn't even know that was a thing as far as, obviously, you know, rodeo clowns and that, but this was just a straight up, you know, rodeo clown in the ring with a bull trying to do everything to antagonize that bull (laughs) and get points for it. And so before the show, we went out and watched this. And I mean, it was just pure nuts. So it was a lot of fun because I'd never, we'd never experienced anything like that or seen anything like that before. So that was pretty cool, actually. Uh, We played the after party and it was, it was a party. I bet it was. That's, that's pure athleticism right there. Yeah. I I mean, something like that. uh, I don't know how this one guy didn't, I I mean, it was, he got the, that bull got him and scooped him up and flung him over the back of him. And I mean, he landed on his back and I thought, man, this guy's going to the hospital. Got right back up. Just kept going. Like it was not like nothing had happened. (laughs) That's cool. That is so cool. So lots of success with your, your radio singles, especially radio doing really good. Okay. So now we're going to talk about you've, I mean, you've had, you know, five that's hit the top 40 last one was all the pretty horses, which oh, was so gorgeous. All your songs are so good. Did so good. Long live the Cowboys. All right. So now you have this song called till the numbers run out. 
And I am absolutely in love with that song. Of course, everybody should be. It's, it's just, what I like about it is it's about, it's kind of lovey, lovey, mushy, mushy, but it's upbeat. It's not one of those draggy songs, but let's talk about your actual story behind that song and how you were inspired to co-write that song. Yeah. So, uh, the, the, the idea was real kind of real basic at the beginning. We, um, uh, it was Valentine's day and I was just on social media, like we all are. And I saw this guy had posted this thing with his girlfriend, you know, picture them together saying, I love you till the numbers run out. And I just thought, well, that's kind of an interesting, just an interesting way to say it. I'd never really heard that said. So I kind of made a little note of that and kind of filed it away. Um, and a few weeks later, I got together uh, to write with a, a great songwriter in Nashville named Shane Miner. And uh, so I went up to Shane's house and, and he said, well, you got anything? And I said, well, man, you know, I've, I've got this love song idea and I really don't have a lot of uh, love songs. I've got love songs, but not stuff that's, you know, it's always this kind of a, the slow love song. And I said, I don't have anything that's kind of got a little good danceable feel you know, kind of a good mid-tempo, uh, mid-up-tempo, danceable kind of a love song. And so I threw this idea at him and he liked it. And, you know, we, we kind of took off on it and we got done that day and thought, man, that's pretty good and lived with it for a few weeks and felt like there were some lines we needed to change and maybe, maybe make a little better on some, some parts. And we got back together. And, uh, and then when we got done, I was like, man, I like this song a lot. Um, and unlike a lot of songs, I didn't play it out with the band live before we cut it. Um, we just kind of, I just loved it. I thought, man, there's something really cool about this. And so that's what we cut and that's what's out now. They say time is love, but love is stronger than time. At least that's how it goes with yours and mine. Like a circle never ends. One of those forever together things Till the hands on the clock on the wall quit ticking away It's a sun bed come the last sunset I'll be there at the end of the day When the rain star left to count I'll be as yours as I am now Girl, you can count on me Till the numbers run out I'm giving beats for you Every breath that I take Is one you take away too This fire we got burning Ain't turning smoke and ash What we started, baby Is made to last
Did you contact the couple and and tell them the story about writing the song? Did, well, did so you that's what know them. The, well, it, we have. I have gotten to know them, and it's been really interesting to get to know know these people. Uh, Wyatt and Tessa are the are the couple. And what's interesting, and we did, I had no idea when we wrote the song, but this song, th- that idea, the numbers run out, is what uh, Tessa. And that was like their family's thing. It was what her, her dad always told the, told them, Hey, I love you guys till the numbers run out. And then it's mm. what it, it's kind of, it's been, and it's something that their family through several generations has always said to each other. And, uh, sadly her, her father had just passed away earlier this year. Well, I, you know, we didn't know any of that. And so when we reached out to them and they heard the song, they, it just, you know, it was, it's, it's something that I thought was a cool idea for a love song. For them, it was something, it, it's kind of become something more meaningful. They're actually getting married next year. And I think they said that's going to be their wedding song now. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is yeah, amazing. Yeah, you know, what a blessing and, for that family. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and of course, we didn't know any of that when we wrote it. We just thought, oh, it sounds like a good love song. And uh, that, that's what's really cool about music. And from a songwriting perspective and an mm-hmm. artist standpoint, Yes, we love party songs. We love all the fun songs. You know, that everybody loves those. But when you hear stories like this, that kind of is what reminds you why you really even do this in the first place. You know, is that real connection uh, to touch people, you know? And, and so it's really cool that, that we found out all this after the song was done, you know? Wow. So they, them two getting married. And that that's funny you would bring that up because as you listen to the song, like the first time I listened to it, that was the first thing that I thought was, this is going to be somebody, some people are going to use this for weddings. Well, you know, that's, that's always a good thing. You always hope you could have a song like that, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, till the numbers run out, I'll love you forever. You know, that's the, that's the, the idea of it. And, um, so yeah, to, to, to hear their story and get to know them, I've gotten to know them a little bit now. Uh, we mm-hmm. still haven't met in person. I think that's going to change here in a few weeks. I think we've got plans to actually meet in person uh, out in Vegas when we're out there. So, uh, um, yeah, so looking forward to getting to actually, you know, hear and talk to them in person about the song. Oh, I know. And like all of us as as a fan of yours, can't wait to like actually see the faces of the couple behind it. I think that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. It, it, it's really cool. And and once again, it's like it, it's kind of cool how that the song that the song was done. But now it's kind of cool to see that it's 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 kind of reaching. I guess it's I guess it's 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 something different than anything I've ever had. I've never you know I've had ideas for songs from people that have said things, but but nothing that was maybe this personal to people. Wow, wonderful story! Thanks for sharing that. 
Hey guys, producer Kyle here. If you're looking for the perfect gift for the Texas music fan in your life, you've got to check out More Than Music Creations. More Than Music teams up with Texas bands and artists like Randy Rogers Band, The Wilder Blue, Pat Green, Bree Bagwell, and Jade Marie Patek to create unique handcrafted jewelry that's inspired by that artist's music and made with their own used guitar strings. A portion of each sale goes to giving kids in the Central Texas foster care system the gift of music through mentoring and private lessons. To check out the full collection of this one-of-a-kind jewelry, visit www.morethanmusiccreations.com. Now back to the show. You know, I kind of noticed all along, like, unless I've missed something, um, well, I mean, you drop a lot of singles that are just spot on, good, solid ones, and everything keeps getting better and better. Do you have plans? Are you working on a full album? So, yeah, so we get asked this a lot. Uh, I, I actually have a whole album that we did, probably, I don't know, eight, nine years ago, something like that. It was the first, first album I ever did. And that was back when people still bought albums. And then, of course, things moved to the singles format. And now mm -hmm. we're starting to see people are obviously moving back into albums. So, yes, we have some things in the work for an album. Uh, and and I, we're, we're still sorting it out. It'll be sometime next year by the time we get it all together. But we do have plans to put out actually uh, a whole album uh, to kind of, you know, I'd rather do albums because from an art, you know, it's more of a body of work and it's more fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yes, the, the, the short answer to your question is yes, we got an album that we're working on to try and kind of put it all together, but it's going to be a little different than a traditional album too. Um, really? I think, yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, it's going to be an album, but we're kind of actually looking at doing an album full of unreleased songs that, aren't necessarily full versions. It might be some more stripped down versions of some things, uh, of, some, of demos that I've got songs that we've never released. I've got a song that we play live in the show. We've been playing it live in the show for oh, probably a year and a half, maybe two years at this point. And everybody's like, you need to release that. You need to release that. And I want to release it, but it's just never felt like it. It felt right in terms of where we were in releasing mm -hmm. actual things to radio. So now we may, I've got a full demo of it. I think we're going to include that on the album. Uh, we might record a couple things just to polish a few things off, but it's not going to be as polished as an actual full record would normally be. But I think the idea is to try and maybe pull back the curtain a little bit and say, Hey, these are some songs. What do you guys think? You know, make it a little more interactive for people. Yes. Yes. I love that. Looking that's the forward. plan. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. Stick with the plan. I like that plan. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try and stay on track with it. But you know, I do like how, but you are consistent with releasing music and having your singles. And you know, and that's the thing. A lot of the artists that we interview and a lot of the music that I review and I see, it's like some have albums, some don't, some EPs, some just a single at a time. But the main thing is just getting the music out there. And I think that's so super cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and there's a lot to take. It takes a lot to get music out. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not cheap, you know? So I know that's, that's, that's right. That, you know, mm -hmm. you know, it takes a lot of money to, 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 to not just to, to, it takes a lot of money to record it, but then you got to put it out and promote it, you know? And, mm -hmm. and, uh, so it's, it's sometimes you're in better positions than other times to do that. I know. Isn't it amazing? The whole process of that, you know, people that, aren't really involved in the industry. Like I have a, I have a lot of friends that are singer songwriters. They get it. I have a lot of friends that it's just, they're the fans. They're the ones. And it's like, then they'll start talking about, well, now I have to get this mastered and now I have to do this. And it's like, what you mean? You don't just like make a song and like just <laughs> send it out to radio. It's like, you no, know, you have no idea 
how many times it's been touched and how much budget has been put into it. By the time you turn on FM and you're listening to that song, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly it. So this to kind of back up, um, I know that we've had you on the podcast before, but for those that are tuning in now, I, I love your story. Um, Zach's been a hard worker ever since you were a kid. You came from Canada, hard working, farming family, rutabaga, right? The rutabaga is, yes. Yep. For those of you I who always, know what that is. I always <laughs> remember that because my aunt always, my aunt Judy always, always, she would always bring that to Thanksgiving and Christmas when I was a kid. That was it. That was all she was bringing. You talked to her the night before, that's what she's cooking and that's what she's bringing. Well, it is the vitamin C vegetable. So, I mean, that's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah you, so you, from farming to music. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I was, I was going to farm. I honestly, music, you know, I love music. Uh, obviously I love music, but that was when I was growing up, that was never the, that wasn't the career path that I thought I'd be on. You know, my plan was, I was 16 years old and thought I was going to go get my ag degree, you know, get my ag business degree, come home and, and, uh, keep farming with, with, with dad, you know, and, uh, and then eventually hopefully, you know, maybe take over. And so that was kind of the, the path I was on. Uh, I love farming. I just, um, and what's funny is there's a lot of similarities in farming and music in a really weird way. Um, the hours are weird. <laughs> the hours, you're, you know, you're, you're always, you're, you're always kind of on, you know, like it's, it's, you're always kind of on the clock, so to speak, you know? Uh, but, um, but I definitely am grateful for the, for the, I guess the, the things you learn growing up on a farm, uh, from a, from a work standpoint, from a work ethic you know, I think there's, there's some work ethic that when you grow up on a farm that you obviously have to have, or you, you learn to have. And, and I think that's really helped me be more disciplined in a music career, you know, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, cause you know, the, the, you know, this is a, 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 a job and a, a lifestyle that's easy to kind of get sidetracked with, you know, uh, you can, you know, a lot of people, it takes them down different pathways and, um, I think it's been, it's been good for me. I'm just, I'm grateful for it. And speaking of pathways, so how did you get from farming to music? <laughs> well, you know, I had a band Another in high story. school. <laughs> tell right? it. Yes, tell had, it. A, had a band, had a band in high school. We were awful. We were terrible. Uh, but the thing we had going for us is we were, you know, 15, 16 year old, you know, teenagers who were playing like Randy Travis music. You know, that's what we were. We were playing Randy Travis songs, George Strait songs, you know, Alan Jackson songs. I mean, that's what, that's what we were playing. All the other bands, our age were playing, you know, metal, punk, punk, hard rock, heavy, you know, typical teenager (laughs) type music. None of us were, we were, we were playing traditional country music or more traditional country music, you know? So because of that, we were playing, we were playing all kinds of things, everything within about two hours of home. We, We played every little, you know, uh, VFW Legion, uh, yeah. you know, all that stuff. We did all that stuff. And, 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 uh, we, we were terrible, but we had a, a rodeo in our hometown. We, we played that every year, you know, uh, uh, just that, all that stuff. And then finally, uh, we did a battle of the bands competition that, uh, one of the judges pulled me aside afterwards and he said, uh, is this, is this what you're wanting to do? And uh, I was like, Oh, well, you know, yeah, I'd love to do it. You know, but I didn't, I didn't know how you did it. You know, I grew up in the middle of nowhere, 
what do you do? Right. So he said, well, he said, I, I know some guys, you know, in Nashville and I'll make some calls if you, if you'd be interested. And, and, you know, in that two minute conversation, I went from, yeah, I'm going to college to get ag, go for agriculture. To, yeah. I'm going to go be a musician. <laughs> You know, it, it's like it really that. was kind of, just like that. <laughs> just like, well, you know, you're 16, so you think, oh, that sounds great. Yeah, I'll go do that. Yeah, that sounds that sounds fun. You know, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I really planned this out. Uh, <laughs> this music career was really well thought out. <laughs> but no, that's how it happened. It was meant to be because you're so well, good. Well, well, thank you. I mean, it just and it did. It, it was. Uh, we did. And, and I, and I got to say this, I, I got to say to my, my mom and my dad, I, I was terrified the night that I said, I want to talk to you. I got something I want to tell you to, to basically say, Hey, I don't think I'm going to college. Um, I think I want to, you know, move to the States and, and be, play music, go be a musician. And I got to be, I, I got to say, I was shaken when I was telling them that, you know, thinking, Oh, they're not going to be happy about this. Mm the answer was they just kind of sat there after I said it. And then my dad said, yeah, we know they, they already, they knew before I did, you know, they knew before I did and, and they were always supportive, right? I mean, they, they, they bought our first PA system for us to be able to play gigs. I mean, I mean, I mean, they were always supportive, but then it was, you know, Hey, we already knew this was coming. We, they already knew, they knew before I did that that's what was going to happen. And they didn't try to stop me. They just said, if you're going to go do it, don't half it. Right, right, right. Go go do it, you know. And so to have that, to have that support uh, and that encouragement from them, I mean, that's just, that's, that's invaluable, you know. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is we interview so many of our Texas artists here on the podcast and, and they talk about this story too, you know, some of them growing up and I think, oh, I don't want to speak out of term. It was Aaron Watson or Parker McCollum that said they would just get in the back of the suburban and just sing, 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 sing. And it's like, I have, I, I tell all my friends now that have little ones, it's like, you know, some of the younger ones, it's like, let them sing. Don't know. No, let them sing. And I'll start telling stories, but it's true. There's just something about that. And, and I have, you know, we have, we have some littles in the family that it's like, no, 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 no. We're going to let them, everybody be quiet. Let's let them sing because you just never know where it's going. We look at some of the, the talent and the people that we have in the business now, like you delivering us such amazing music. Well, you know, thank you. I mean, it's just, and I, I can understand as a parent, you're right. You want what's best for your kids, you know, all right. You, you don't want to see them make go down wrong choices, but I, I just know for, I, I just know for me, it was just so grateful to have that support from, from my parents. Cause uh, you know, there were definitely times along the way where when you had to call up and be like, Hey, I'm a little short on money this month <laughs> to make rent, you know, to make, to make rent. Yes. I, had to pay it back. I had to pay it back. You know, they, 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 basically would, they would loan the money, but it wasn't, it wasn't, a, it was like, no, 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 you're grown up now. Welcome to, welcome to being a grown up. Here's some responsibility, but, but it was, it was good. It's, it's what I needed, you know? Uh-huh. So that's invaluable. Yes, absolutely. Love that story. So moving forward, now you have all this great support in the industry, like uh, Mr. Tom Chaney. And I have to tell you, I have show and tell. I, I get these little care packages. And so I have my security flashlight. <laughs> has that you know, on it? 
on my t-shirt. And then I have um, one of these that he sent. It had, it's perfect to work on my reel. The little screws are in my fishing reel. Yeah, yes. one of them had like the little, oh, it was perfect timing because it was about time for it to get cleaned and oiled and all that. Because I have a really nice lose. I, I throw a bait mm-hmm. caster and I, I have nice reels. And mm-hmm. it was like, man, that was so awesome. I go to check my mail and I get that. You're, you know, you're the first one. It, here's what's funny. You're the very first one to tell me that uh, everybody says, oh, it's great for fixing glasses, you know, little screws in people's glasses or something. You're the first. And I'm going to make sure I tell Tom that he will absolutely love that. Because when he told me that that's what he, he was like, I'm going to send these out. And I'm, I'm going to be honest. I was like, OK, cool. Great. You know what? You know whatever. And it's funny because we've had a lot of people say, well, use it for fixing glasses or use it for, fi-. I had one guy tell me he used it to fix a vent in his car. There was a screw in like some little Seriously. screw in the, in the, and I thought, well, that's it. That's just a weird thing, but you're the first one to tell me that it for a, for a rod and a, for a reel. And I'm, I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah. And so the funny thing is though, cause I was so excited when I got the package and I opened it up. Okay. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was a pen, which I needed. And I was like, you you don't know how long I messed with that gadget until I figured it out. And then anyway, rest is history. So yeah, I love getting my little surprise goodies. Thank you so you much gave, from, yeah. You're very welcome. I, you just gave me an idea. I, I just came to me right now is that I'm going to tell Tom this between the, between the little screwdriver set and the flashlight, it's like a Zach Neal survival kit. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I'll tell him. I'll say, what else can we get to throw in there? We'll, we'll, we'll brand it as a survival yes. kit. Send it to me. <laughs> and I actually think I may have a couple of these, but um, when I lose this little flashlight, I panic because it's dark out here. When it gets dark here where I live, it's dark. And just that little bit like, anyway, so much for that. So let's <laughs> see. What else are we going to talk about? Well, holidays are right around the corner. What's your holiday plans? Uh, you know what? I'm actually, I'm working, uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, I've got to work Thanksgiving night, uh, which, uh, which will be good if I can sing after eating all that food. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be up there huffing and puffing probably, but we'll get through it. Uh, so yeah, I've actually got to play that Thursday, Friday and Saturday night. Uh, so that's, that's going to be good. That'll be a good weekend. Um, and then, uh, I guess, uh, what is it? Oh, Thanksgiving's early this year, isn't it? Um, I think so we got a week off and then the following week we go to Vegas uh, for NFR. We'll be out there for the week playing oh, cool, at NFR cool. out there. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of the, kind of the schedule, I think. And then, wow. um, yeah, <laughs> make some money to pay for some Christmas gifts. And, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, again, it's just been, it's been great catching up with you and we won't be seeing each other for our annual visit at the Texas country music awards. I'm not going to make it this year. We've got, um, the situation Ron's got to have a surgery, so it's scheduled for the Thursday. But anyway, so yeah. Yes, well, we'll be we'll be we'll, we'll be wishing wishing uh, the very best for you all there. Yes, prayers appreciated. And Zach, um, thank you so much for all the music that you put out and just being you and all you do and where you came from and sharing your story. And everybody check out Till the Numbers Run Out. You're going to love it if you haven't checked it out because I know we featured it on the podcast on Texas on Tap, but it's just one of those songs for that will go on for years and years. Thank you, Helen. Always good to talk to you. And with a heavy tongue, she knew where I was from as she left, I dare to say.
place but home. Well, take away these city lights, put me on a one-way flight. I'm leaving out of here tonight. Just consider. 